0: Hello and welcome to Sounding Out the Word podcast, a ministry of Anchor Baptist Church in Salt Lake City where we desire to see the gospel spread here and across the world and disciple those that are saved through the ministries of Anchor Baptist Church. Once again, it's good to be with you on the podcast today, and thank you for listening. Last time we were together, we were looking at the life of Joseph. And what a life that is as we begin in chapter 37 of Joseph and looking at that unusual uh, upbringing that Joseph had in the home of of Jacob, his father, with all those brothers surrounding him and the hatred that fueled uh, their envy that we're gonna look at this morning. The Bible talks about it in Genesis chapter number 37, where Joseph is sent out by Jacob to check on some of his brothers that are with a flock in the area of Shechem. And as they see Joseph coming, their hatred for Joseph grows to where it is vocalized and to where they begin uh, deciding what they are going to do with this young man that is coming to check on them. And the Bible talks about how they desire to rise up and they desire to shed his blood to kill him. But in verse number 22 of chapter 37, the Bible says one of his older brothers, Reuben, said unto them, Shed no blood, but cast him into this pit that is in the wilderness, and lay no hand upon him that he might rid him out of their hands to deliver him to his father again. Oh Reuben steps up and says, Let's don't let's don't shed blood. We don't want blood on our hands. Hey, but there is a pit over here we can throw him in. There's a place where we can we can take him, and uh, yeah, he's gonna die, but at least it won't be directly by us. I want to talk to you today about this subject of envy and the the power that goes along with with envy, the, the power that drives envy. The Bible says in Genesis 37, verse number 19, as they were seeing Joseph come, and the Bible says they conspired against him. The Bible says in verse number 19, and they said one to another, behold, this dreamer cometh. That was, the, that was the point of their envy. The Bible says in Proverbs 27 and verse number four, Wrath is cruel and anger is outrageous. So those are those are two terrible things, wrath and anger. And then it says, But who is able to stand before envy? According to the Bible there, that tells me that you can stand before someone who is full of wrath and indignation. You can stand before someone who is angry, although it is outrageous and it is cruel. But who is able to stand before envy? The question is answered by the obvious, not not very many. It's not difficult to see that envy and jealousy are what we see that were behind all of the actions of the brothers up to this point and even what they're going to do further uh, throughout chapter 37. The Bible tells us there that envy is more powerful than anger and, and wrath. Anger and wrath are, are bad, and they, they are sinful as well. They're, they're something that we're to ask as God's people, as Christians, to help, help, ask the Lord to help us to get control over those things. But I tell you, today, envy is deep-seated. And envy is something, according to the Word of God, that's hard to root out of your life when it's there. You might ask as you're listening, where does does envy come from? It's not like anger where we are maybe mad at someone else's actions. Envy comes from a deep down desire to be like that person that we envy or to have something that they have. It's deep down on the inside. So even though our envy can turn into rage and it can cause us to do hateful things, envy Listen, it's actually an admission that someone else is superior to us, and we want what they have. Sometimes it's an item that we think that we want. Most of the time, it's their life that we think that we want. When you look today at Instagram and Facebook and all of the social media platforms, it's driven by envy. It's driven by a desire To believe that we want to have the life that someone else is portraying online. That's why envy is so powerful today, because we can sit and we can observe someone even from afar, even when they don't even know us. And at first we have no ill will towards them. We, we, we like them. We like what they're portraying. Oh, but over time, our desire to be them and have what they have it grows and it overwhelms us to the point where we'll do and we'll say things about them and to them as we listen, as we switch places with them in our minds. I'm not trying to get psychological with you today, but it really is a a, a sin of the mind where we want to and we desire to be like them. We even deserve believe that we deserve what they have instead of them. You see, the goal of the envious person is to displace, even if it's only in our own mind. We want to do enough damage to that person and to their character to make ourselves believe we are now in that superior position that they once held uh, themselves in. That's what Joseph's brothers are doing. Even if they can't get their father to feel for them and have feelings of love for them like he loves Joseph... They're gonna kill him and then in their eyes, one of them is going to get that favor that Joseph once got. They don't care if it has to be divided between you know uh, uh, 11 of them that 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 that's not even thought of uh, a person who's full of envy doesn't think logical. They just think Joseph will be out of the way and someone else will get that favor that that they believe they should have got envious people focus on those whom they admire. It's an inordinate focus. The Bible says in Genesis 37, 18, and when they saw him afar off, even before he came near unto them, they conspired against him to slay him. I don't know how far Joseph was away from them, but it's obviously far enough for the Bible to make note that it was before he came near to them. I don't believe they could he, he could hear them. I, I, I believe they could just barely make him out, but they knew that it was him. Maybe they saw the coat of many colors. Maybe it was a scheduled time for Joseph to come, but, but it was so far away, but, but distance didn't matter. They were envy, and he was the focus of whom they admired. You say they admired Joseph? I thought they hated him. No, they admired the attention he got from their father. They were jealous of that love that was shown to him, they wanted what he had. So yes, they admired him in that way. Now they didn't emulate and admire him, his character or his godliness, but but they wanted all the benefits that came with it. Oh, listener, be careful of always wanting what someone else has, because you have no idea what it took to get what they have and what they went through to where God would trust them with it. Sometimes as church members, maybe someone is envious of a ministry or a church or, a, or a, maybe a Sunday school class that someone else teaches or maybe uh, some responsibility in, in, in a workplace that God has given another Christian. And we think, oh, I, I, I desire that. That's something I want. I wish that I had that. Oh, be careful. You have no idea what sacrifice good that they took to get that you have no idea what maybe deep water God took them through to be able to trust them with that. And yet we say we, we want that. The Bible says in verse 18, they saw him afar off. They weren't where they were supposed to be. And I believe that they knew Joseph was coming to check on the business. So they were, I, I think they were looking out for him ahead of time. Four times the Bible uses in chapter 37, that pronoun he or him in talking about Joseph. Why? Because he was the target of the brother's admiration. Oh, when we become envious of someone's life or something that they have, usually, when you think about it, it's tunnel vision toward that person. We get to the point where all that we can talk about is is that person. Yes, we may be talking about their car or their house or their family or their kids or their spouse but it's that person's house, it's that person's car, it's that person's family or children. Envy always directs our attention at the life and possessions of one person, usually. Sometimes you'll be around someone who's envious, and they, they seem to, if you ever notice, they seem to always bring the conversation back to ridiculing or criticizing one person. Uh, they have an unhealthy focus on that one person and even though they're even though they're critical of them like Joseph's brothers were there's there's something about them that they want and they desire even in their critique and so they'll use that criticism towards that person to push them down enough to where they get on top of them and be where they were in their eyes you say that sounds like an awful lot of psychology and psychoanalysis I tell you, but an envious person has a mind that is twisted and a mind that is messed up. And the devil wants to destroy our minds. And and it's so easy to become envious because at its core, it's unthankfulness for what we have. All the time, we are to look around us as God's people. The Bible tells us, rejoice evermore. The Bible says over and over throughout God's word that we are to be thankful for what God has given us. We are to rejoice in the goodness of God. Oh, but at the moment that we begin looking at someone else's life and we begin looking at their possessions, we become envious about what they have and essentially we are unthankful for what God has given us. Today, are you thankful? Today, have you spent time being thankful for what God has given you? You say, I don't have anything to be thankful for. Really? You're listening. You have ears to hear. You have a mind that can that can reason. You have, you have people around you that love you and care for you. And, and maybe you might be in a position where you would say, I, I, I'm hearing this podcast and I am all alone in the world. Can I tell you, listener, that Jesus loves you? Jesus cares for you? Can I tell you also there is a there is a church in this valley, Salt Lake City, Anchor Baptist Church, that that cares for you. And one of the reasons we are we have this podcast is because we want to reach out, yes, to those that we know and be an encouragement to them, but maybe also reach out to to the listener today who believes that, that no one cares. Reminds me of a passage in the book of Job where Job said, No man cared for my soul. That attitude right there, even though it wasn't true with Job, and it's it's not true with you and me, but that attitude right there is, is what makes us envious. And that envy, we'll look later on as we examine Joseph's brothers and their, their envy. We're going to look at this later on and continue in it, and we're going to see that as this power of envy drove them to focus inordinately on Joseph, even though they hated him, that envy will also cause you and I to focus on other people and get to a place where we desire what they have, and, and we really in our minds switch places with them. And that 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 jealousy turns into hatred where we where we desire to push them down, we critique them, we say negative, awful things about them to someone else because it's going to make us appear better in our eyes and make us appear like we deserve what they have instead of them having it themselves. You've been listening to Sounding Out the Word podcast, a ministry of Anchor Baptist Church. And again, it is our prayer through the Word of God that we will be uplifted, encouraged, and challenged to live for God in a better way. If there's some way that we can help you We encourage you to reach out to us. You can find us on the internet at anchorbaptistslc.org or you can email us at SOTW, that stands for sounding out the word, SOTW at anchorbaptistslc.org. Most of all, if you're in the area or maybe even passing through, we'd love to have you and love to be able to meet you in person at one of our services. We meet for Sunday school for all ages on Sundays at 10 o'clock in the morning, and then 11 o'clock in the morning is our worship service on Sundays, and then Sundays at 6 o'clock we have our family evening service, and even on Wednesday nights we meet once again uh, at 7 o'clock for a Bible study and our prayer time as a church family, have a kids club going on as well ages four uh, through sixth grade during that time while the adults are having their uh, Bible study. Thank you for listening to Sounding Out the Word podcast. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.